This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, and always at the game. It's time to take you out to the ball game as News Radio WGNS Primetime Sports brings you prep baseball and softball coverage. Swung on, bouncer second, could be two, flip the second one, on to first, it is! We'll take you to the first pitch with everything you need to know about today's game. Swung on, high fly ball, deep left field, and the park won't hold it. There's a drive, deep left, this ball is gone, and what a shot. It's the Primetime Sports Countdown to First Pitch. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. Since opening our law office in Murfreesboro, on Medical Center Parkway, just across the street from the hospital, we've helped hundreds of people get the legal help they've needed when they've needed it the most. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com or call us for a free consultation. Remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. Now to John Dinkins and Brian Barrett, who are standing by live for today's broadcast. And welcome back. It seems only about 20 minutes since we last talked to you, but here we are in the championship, the second game, the round, uh, first game won by Siegel 9-1, to one, and now it puts us in actually the, the championship. The if necessary game is here. So uh, whoever wins this one, there's that's it. Now, on one hand, they're both going to the region. Right. So that part's over, but you do want to try to get – home field advantage and there's a lot of things to finish in first in the district so uh that to keep in mind but we're going to be ready here for the starting lineups in this second game and brian two things to look at tonight in this second game Seagulls just got to keep on keeping on but robville's got to hit the ball i mean they, they've got to they've got to be able to hit the ball and uh, they did not do a very good job of that in this first game and uh we'll see if there are any changes i don't think there's a lot of changes why you got here with what you got anyway sure uh but uh, you've got the starting lineups and we'll go ahead and get that done uh here and uh we'll let you know it's going to be another few minutes but let's get the lineups well we're going to have uh, a coin flip here for home uh field advantage here i think in just a couple of seconds so john will watch that as i give you the lineups and for rock vale just um a change in the five and six hole just uh kind of a flip-flop there and uh, the nine-hole hitter is really the only uh, change that we've got uh, coming up for you for them. And for Siegel, they'll be going with their same lineup. So here we go. Starting lineups from JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, along with winner's trophies and fans heating in air. Fia Martinez for Rockville will lead off and play center field. It's Mallory Williams playing second, batting second, batting third. Mary Beth Bryan, the first baseman in the cleanup spot. Taylor Rudolph, the right fielder. Batting fifth, Macy Harris, the third baseman. It's Keeley Widener, the designated player in the sixth hole. Batting seventh will be Lily Pentagrass, the shortstop. Batting eighth, Emma Davis, the catcher. And batting ninth will be Chloe Tucker, the pitcher. They are uh, hitting for Jesse Condren, who will play left field. So for Rockvale, Martinez, Williams, Bryan, Rudolph, Harris, Widener, Pentagrass, Davis, and Tucker. Rockville 16 and 17 on the year with the uh, loss just suffered in the uh, first game here of this district championship game. Siegel improved to ni- uh, 23 and 9 on the season. 
They're going to go with uh, Reagan Duran in left field, batting first. Lexi Metlock will play center field, batting second. Jasmine Sneed will play shortstop and bat third. It's Emily Hawks in the cleanup spot and catching this evening. In game two, Maddie McIntyre will play first base and bat fifth. It's Hope Keaton playing second and batting sixth. Batting seventh, Bella Harbor, the right fielder. Riley Maupin will play third and bat eighth. And batting ninth will be Bree Allen, the designated player. The pitcher is Mary Bradley, and they are uh, hitting for Bradley. So for Siegel, Duran, Medlock, Sneed, Hawks, McIntyre, Keaton, Harbor, Maupin, and Allen. Your lineup for the Siegel Stars. Now things are even, so it's winner take all here in this game. Same thing going on over at uh, Stewart's Creek with Siegel and Stewart's Creek. Siegel took game one, six to two, forcing the if necessary game. And uh, we'll see what happens over there. We'll be getting you some scores throughout the evening on that. The uh, winner of that game will host the loser of this one and vice versa in next week's region first round on Monday with the region semifinals. Wednesday is the region finals. Now, some of that could change with graduations. Smyrna is graduating uh, on Monday, so they're going to play the baseball game on Sunday. That could happen with the softball game, depending on where they play, and especially if they host. And um, I know Riverdale's got a graduation on Wednesday. We're kind of in that graduation season, so some of those games could be switched around and moved around. But uh, our broadcast plans tentatively are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday next week. Those uh, starting lineups from JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, winners' trophies, and fans heating and air, and they're giving the starting lineups here. We're about ready to go, I think, here, John. Yeah, and if those are joining us on the West Coast, we'll we'll be uh, you'll be able to hear most of this game in its entirety. On the West Coast, on the West Coast, starting oh, yeah. so late. So yeah. I did find out. I think that they had a coin toss at the beginning. Rockville won the toss, mm-hmm. and they chose to be the visiting team in the first game. So, therefore, they would be able to get the home team in the uh, second game. Okay. So, that's why there was no coin flip. So, Rockville will be the home team tonight. And Chloe Tucker's uh, uh, going to be one change that uh, Rockville that we did. She did pitch in the first game. And Mallory Williams is going to be over at second base. And I don't think Siegel has any changes at all. So we'll just have to see. Mary Bradley will be pitching for them. And Chloe Tucker's getting in her uh, warm-up tosses as we speak. And, Brian, uh, this is where it gets a little jittery. You know, you yeah. first game, you know, your both teams are signals a little bit probably more intense. they got to win that game. Now, Robville has that tension, and maybe Siegel doesn't, which that's not necessarily a, a good thing sometimes. I mean, you know. Well, and, and I think you have to look back to that uh, top of the seventh, John, when uh, the Rockville Rockets had a little success hitting the ball, and is that contagious? Does that carry over here in game two? Right. And uh, I know the pitchers are different. We've had a break. But sometimes, I mean, as they say in, in softball and baseball, hitting is contagious. So we'll see if that's a factor here in game two as well with uh, Siegel and Rockville. Well, Siegel's going to bat first. That's one thing we know for sure. And Reagan Duran's going to lead it off. And uh, I had stats in the first game. What did I do? I got, I got him right here. Well, I'd like to have some, too. I'd just okay. like to see. Go That's ahead, fine. though. You go ahead. Well, she was two for four with two runs scored, a triple and a home run in the first two innings. 
Yeah, that would win you a player of the game any day except today because they all, several of them had great games. First pitch is a ball into the dirt, a good stop by Davis. One ball, no strikes. Well, six of the nine in the Seagull lineup had hits in the first game. Chloe Tucker, right-hander, and the pitch just outside. I think it's 2-0, I believe. Duran can spray it all around everywhere. I don't think she's like a strictly pull hitter, but she can do it. At times, pitches a strike in there, two and one. It wasn't a, a long, huge break, so that's, I think, good for both teams. Just go ahead and get this thing started. Here's the pitch. Popped up, back this way. And out of play. And the count even at two balls, two strikes. Man, I'd hate to get up in the morning after this. Oh, yeah, you Oh, do. wait. And so do you. No. Oh, yeah. I guess so. It's, it's Friday, isn't it? Yep. Kept thinking tonight was Friday. The pitch. Bouncer right back to the mound. Tucker. And that's really the only but sure way you can get Duran out if she hits it back to the mound. So one away in the uh, first. And here's Lexi Medlock. She had a good game as well. Three for four, correct? Yeah, three for four with a run scored and a run driven in for Lexi Medlock. Three singles. Left-handed batter. She likes to go the other way with it. Tucker's pitch. Lined, and she does. Again, a base hit. And it's a one-out single for Lexi. First hit off Tucker, and here's Jasmine Sneed. Jasmine had an interesting game, sacrifice, a pop-up, a fly-out, and then a single in an RBI back in the sixth inning of that first game. Talk about an open stance. Jasmine has one. Puts her left foot almost out of the batter's box. Pitches in the dirt. Ball gets away. Medlock's going to take second easily on the wild pitch. Just started the second game. My good friend Danny Pagan is behind the plate tonight. He's probably done a game or two back there. Oh, he? yeah. Here's the pitch. Strike called. And it's one ball, one strike. I it's hard for me to tell differences in pitchers. I, I know Williams is at second. Tucker, I don't know. Maybe speed's a little different. Swinging a foul. But they've kind of been sharing the duties for the last couple of years. One ball, two strikes. Medlock down at second for Siegel. Sneed back in there. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Went reaching. And it's a strikeout, the first for Tucker. And there's two away. And here's Emily Hawks. Hawks was on base at least once. He reached on an error back in the sixth of the first game. 
wound up scoring the um, eighth run of the game in game one, a 9-1 win for Siegel. Tucker's pitch, bouncer to second, scooping it up, and Williams throws the first in plenty of time. And unlike the first game, this time Siegel comes up with no runs. There was one hit, and Medlock was left. We've completed the top half of the first, going to the bottom of the first, no score. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Well, in addition to Dana Womack, we want to say hello to good neighbor State Farm Agents Jenny Allman, Celeste Middleton, Bud Morris, Emerson Williams, Dana Wilson, and Andy Womack. They're all here. Good neighbor State Farm Agents in Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, and Smyrna. Making sure that uh, all of your insurance needs are taken care of. Give them a call. They bring you State Farm Prep Sports. Mary Bradley on the mound. She gave up uh, no runs in that first game and uh, only gave up one hit. Walked a batter. Struck out, I think, four. And she is going to take the mound here in game two. No changes in the single defense. McIntyre, Keaton, Sneed, and uh, Moppin at third. Outfield, no difference either. And stepping in is Fia Martinez. Pitches a ball, one ball, no strikes. Walked in the first game and covered a lot of ground out in center field. 1-0 to the left-handed hitter. The pitch outside. Two balls, no strikes. Yeah, Fia actually led off the game with uh, a walk, wound up 0-2 with a walk in the Game one here of the district championship. And the pitch. Swung on, foul down the third baseline. And the count now, two balls and a strike. Going to be a little cooler tomorrow with some rain. You know, next few days are going to be a little cooler. Yep. We hit 90 uh-huh. again for back-to-back days, early May. Well, I was at Tim's Ford today, and the weather was really pretty underneath those shade trees during golf. Pitches a strike called. Two balls and a strike. That was the outside corner and low. Was it an early tee time? I had about at 8.30. We got up at left at 6.30. I got up at 5 this morning. And the 2-2 pitch. 
Bouncer, short. Sneed off her glove. I don't think she throws her out even if she gets it, Brian. We're going to give her a single to lead off the first. So a leadoff single for Martinez. And that brings up Mallory Williams. So a whole different kind of feel in this second game. Well, Rockville got a little momentum at the end of game one. Yes, they lost the game. They had the bases loaded. They got a run across. But does that momentum carry on into game two? There's a strike. Bradley. That was a little high hopper, that little C&I dog. It just went right through the middle up there, and Snead got a glove on it. Again, I don't think. Well, she did a good job of just getting a glove on yeah, it, to really. be honest. 0-1 the count to Mallory Williams, first game loser, the pitcher of record. Swung on, foul back out of play. She had a sacrifice bunt in the first inning of that first game. She was 0 for 2. Brian has brought all kinds of snacks up here, like like we're kind of like going to be evacuating or something. You well, know? no, I robbed the snack tent. I found it. You can't. Oh, the hospitality tent. Is that what it was? Yeah. Line drive, caught, wow. and a double play. What a play by Hope Keaton. Leaped, grabbed it, threw to first. It's a double play. And Mallory Williams couldn't hit it any harder than she just did. Two out now. That was one of the best defensive plays I've seen all year. And alertly threw it to first, and quite honestly, Martinez was a dead duck, but there was no way she could anticipate she was going to make that catch. I mean, that was well hit by Williams. Oh, probably the hardest hit ball of the game. Swing and a miss. There's Mary Beth Bryan homered in the seventh inning of that first game. Towering shot over into our, our friends on the trucks over there in left field. It's little things like that that can swing momentum in games that are this big. We'll see if it does. The pitch. High. One ball, one strike. Bradley. With two out now, nobody on. Well, that's... That's a pitcher's best friend, that double play. The pitch fouled and out toward uh, the football field, actually. And it's one ball, two strikes. Well, Steve Luker's limousine's in trouble over there. Does he got a limousine now? Oh, yeah. You know he does. Stretch. I'm talking about, like, 12-seater. For a 12-seater. For friends? I'm sure. Popped up in the infield. Hawks, can she make another play? No. Comes up a little short. And no offense, but the Danny might have gotten in their way just a tad. He tried to get out of the way, but he's not as he's not as fast as he used to be. Are you saying like two years ago or twenty years ago? <laughs> Don't tell anybody we said that about Danny, though. And the pitch is ball. Two balls, two strikes. Mary Beth Bryant. 
The pitch. High. That is full. Three balls, two strikes. How do you get a ticket in one of the Chevy trucks over there? How do you get a ticket? I don't know. I guess just go over there and hang out with him if you want. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Swung on. A little dribbler is going to be foul. Well, that really helped out Mary Beth Bryan right there. That's a fair ball. It's probably going to be fielded by Bradley. Yeah, she's going to get another shot here. Count is full, two out, the pitch. Swung on, shot foul down the third baseline. You know how I can tell it's late, getting late? Bugs are starting to come out. Yeah, there are plenty of bugs around. And I keep hearing that duck call over there. The Seagull Star fans have their own little shirts, don't they? They sure do. Brian stepping back in there. This has been a battle here in the bottom half of the first. No score. Brian the batter. 3-2 count. Bradley ready. Here it is. Swing and a foul back. Are you on repeat or what's happening? Yeah, Brian, Brian hangs uh Brian, I'm, I'm telling you, she's hanging tough. Swung on foul back out of play. Here we go again. Just like a broken record. Getting in her hacks here on Mary Bradley. And here we go. We'll start it all over again. Three balls, two strikes. Swing and a miss, and Mary Bradley wins the round in this first inning anyway. No runs. There was a hit, and there's nobody left. It was raced with a double play. We've completed one. We've got no score here from Rockville. Rockville and Siegel here on State Farm Prep Softball. This is a paid legal ad. When a family member is lost as a result of someone else's negligence, the grief can be unbearable. It also leaves you with a lot of questions like, how did this happen? Who's responsible? And is my family gonna be okay? That's a lot to go through, but with the law offices of John Day on your side, you don't have to go through any of it alone. We understand what you're going through and we have the experience to get the answers, justice, and compensation your family deserves. Call the law offices of John Day. Balfour Tennessee is now the JHA company. I'm Josh Houston and change is never easy, but with change comes new opportunity and a better way to serve you, the customer. Providing solutions for administrators and recognizing scholastic and athletic achievements in Middle Tennessee for almost two decades, JHA is committed to create a solution and provide products that mark the moments that matter to you. Find out more at jhacompany.com or call 615-867-6345 for more information. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. I'm State Farm Major David Wilson, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our coverage brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. Get expert orthopedic care here in Rutherford County with TOA. Live your best life at TOA.com. It's the Giants and the Dodgers. No, I'm just kidding. Siegel and Rockville. The pitch into the dirt. Good stop by Davis. Does feel a little West Coast, though, doesn't it? 
Well, it's definitely a lot cooler tonight since uh, start of game two versus start of game one. McIntyre, big hit in that first game. Had a couple of hits, I think. Pitches way high. And the count now, two balls, no strikes. Well, I'm getting text messages from my granddaughter. Where are you? Yeah, where am I? I said I'm doing a game on the radio. Why is that so late, Papa? Yeah. You going to play the part? <laughs> it's, the, it's the little one. Uh, and I love talking to her. I, there's a little drive into deep left center field. It's gone! Boy, that was a rocket shot, wasn't it? It took two seconds to get out of here. McIntyre with a home run here leading off the second inning. And that fired up the crowd and fired up those girls. It's one nothing. I don't think I've ever seen one come off the bat that fast. one nothing Siegel. And here's Hope Keaton. Lead off home run. Well, we've seen what uh, an inside the park home run for Siegel, and now this one. Uh, and Mary Beth Bryan had one for the Rockets. Here's the pitch to Keaton. Bunts it. Well, what a great play. Throw to first, not in time. And what a terrific umpire move there. Did you see that? Almost like he was doing John Travolta. She's on with an infield single. You follow a home run with a little bunt that goes maybe six inches. So now, second hit of the inning off of Chloe. And Brian, if you're Robville, you got to be careful. You don't want to, you got to kind of keep the game close. Yeah, you don't want to give up a big inning. Pitch, showing bunt, throw down. It's in the center field. And now they're going to try it, and it's going to be a good throw, and she's going to be out. Wow. A little bit of hesitation by Keaton Coster. And a great throw out there by Martinez. Well, it was Martinez who made the great throw. And like you said, Keaton at second waited for about a half a step. Yep. And that cost She didn't see it. She didn't see the ball get by. Great throw by Martinez for Rockvale. And there's one out. Bella Harbor, the batter, two for one with an RBI in game one. Steps in there, Tucker's pitch. Line drive, left, right field, base hit. And there you go. Makes that caught stealing really big, doesn't it? It really does. One out, another single. That's the third hit of the inning. Yeah, Homer and back-to-back singles. Bella Harper's going to be a fine, fine hitter. She already kind of is, I guess, would you say? But she's just going to get better. Pitch, high, one ball, no strikes to Riley Maupin. Maupin made some good plays down at third in that first game. 0 for 3 with a walk in game one. Pitch swung on foul. Maupin will be followed by Allen. There's one out in the inning. Harbor is at first. 1-0 Siegel. 
in the district championship of 7-4-A. And, and Brian, usually you don't see. Uh, it's very rare. I don't know if it's rare, but coming out of the loser's bracket, it's kind of tough. It really is. And uh, usually, or in most of the games we've done in baseball particularly, line drive into right, but caught on a fine play out there by Rudolph. And there's two away. Moffin got a hold of that Bree one. Allen. And here's Bree Allen. Been some very well hit balls here in this single second. And Allen. Had a strikeout, a pop-up in the first game. The pitch. It's high. One ball, no strikes. Chloe Tucker in her second inning. And Signal is drawn first blood with a leadoff home run by Maddie McIntyre. And the pitch. Swing and a good cut, but fouled it down the third baseline. Well, Siegel had a big first inning in game one, winning it uh, or leading 4 nothing after uh, an inning. And they put the pressure on Siegel here again now. As you mentioned, getting first blood here in game one. One ball, one strike, two out, the pitch. Strike three, no, strike two, excuse me. I was looking at the out number. One ball, two strikes. Allen in the hole now. Sets back in there. Harbor at first. There's two out. We're in the top of the second. Bouncer to short. Pendergrass, sure-handed, throws the first. In time for out number three. But Siegel gets a one run. They did have three three hits total, but the Maddie McIntyre home run put them out in front. And we're going now to the bottom of the second. It's Siegel 1, Rockville nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee is dedicated to this community. Hi, this is Katie Bennett, and we understand the challenges of managing your finances in today's economy. We can help you find the right answers to your questions. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, your community bank. Visit us at 1708 Gateway Boulevard and 3427 Memorial Boulevard here in Murfreesboro and always online at fnbmt.com. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Softball. How about a good evening slash good morning to good neighbor State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton at 803 North Thompson Lane near Medical Center Parkway. That's Celeste Middleton at 895-2700. What time do we have to? Oh, yeah, the show starts at 6. Yeah. Whose idea was to have a morning show? And do ball games at night? Yeah. Yeah. Bad idea, wasn't it? Here's the pitch to Taylor Rudolph, the right fielder. You know, Brian, 
when we decided that, I didn't know you were going to like do double headers, you know, at night. I, of course, I guess it's our duty to do no. a game because this is the championship. We couldn't just leave, yeah. could we? Swinging a foul, good cut. Well, I was not really thinking about all of us leaving. I was thinking about me leaving. Oh, and you, of course. You kind of stand, and well, you are what chief producer or whatever that whatever your title is. I've got the half hour drive, but that's okay. But you can just fly through Salem, you know, when there's no traffic this time of night. The pitch. Fly ball popped up in the shallow left center, and Medlock calls off Sneed for out number one. So one out in the second and brings up Macy Harris, third baseman. Tell me what she did in the first game, Brian. Uh, She was 0 for 3, John, with a strikeout. Popped up to uh, center field and flew out to left field. Bradley's pitch to her. Strike call. Boy, that was a nice pitch right at the knees. Not a lot you can do with that one. Harris hitting in the uh, five hole in this game. She was in the six hole in the game one. I guess my question is, could we do the show and just not show up and let Dalton be by himself and do the – No. Oh, he won't be there tomorrow. He's got to get up at the break of 8.30 tomorrow. One ball, one strike. That's right. I mean, he's not there on Fridays, is he? No. One-one pitch from Bradley. Didn't mean to and fouled it over into the dugout. Maybe Scott. Well, never mind. One ball, two strikes. Now you're, you know, trying to. Pick at straws there. <laughs> one out here in the second. It's Siegel one, Rockville nothing, and the pitch to Rudolph. Or swinging a miss, make that Harris, and she just struck out. Second strikeout for Bradley. You know, Brian, seems like Mary's putting a little more oomph to her pitches in this second game. I mean, I, not that she wasn't in the first, but I think – they made contact. I think she's, you know, like more intense. Swing and a miss. Like that one? Right. Boy, that was blistered like, in. Kind of like hit me if you can. Okay, now the construction still looks like, you know, Disney World at night. Or a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Not the high heater that time. 0-2. I'm sure we're going to get sillier as the night goes on. Really? Is that possible? Well, you're not helping any. No? No balls, two strikes, the pitch. High and outside. You know, you keep this up. Fifth inning on. I may not talk. I mean, I may not. Oh, you're threatening to leave, so, I mean. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> well, you got, there's Hockenberries here. There's all kinds of. Swing and a miss, and Mary Bradley coasts through the second inning. Three up, three down, including two strikeouts. We've completed two innings of play. It's single one. It's to, uh, Rockville nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball. We'll be back. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three local locations. That's right. We want you to join the Sir Pizza team. 
Stop in at our East Main, Veterans Parkway, or Memorial Boulevard locations and let us know how you'd like to join the Sir Pizza family. Also, we've made it even easier to order for carryout or delivery. Just head on over to SirPizzaTN.com. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. Craig's Tax Service is located just off Memorial on Heritage Park Drive. You can contact us at 890-2233. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We are proud to support all Rutherford County student-athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our softball coverage tonight of the District 7-4A Championship game brought to you in part by Fans Heating and Air, Middle Tennessee Electric, Sir Pizza, along with Bowen's Body Shop. And we go to the top of the third for Siegel. It's Ray and Duran leading off. She bounced to the mound her first time up. University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Heading that way after her high school career. Went over. There's a long drive, and it's gone. I told you she could pull it. And she just flies around the bases like she normally does. But another leadoff home run, this time in the third, and it's Regan Duran. This one wasn't inside the park jobby either. Well, what a shot. That's a no-doubter as well. So Siegel now has up their lead to two to nothing. Yeah, two solo homers. They led off the second with a homer and leading off the third with a home run. Tucker will know how do you get her out, you know? That's kind of the look on her face. Here's Medlock. I think that's the first one I've seen her hit. Is it? Yep. The pitch. High and outside. One bow, no strikes. The Lady Rockets still, score-wise, still in good shape. Just 2-0. Well, that makes an interesting stat for Duran. Pitch is high. Duran is 3 for 6 with two home runs and a triple, three runs scored, and two driven in on the afternoon in two games. Medlock has had a great game herself last two games, and the pitch is outside. She singled in the first. Yeah, that makes her uh, four for five on the afternoon in games one and two. Wouldn't you have to say if how they go is how Siegel goes? Oh, yeah. The top yeah. of the order. Sure thing. The 3-0. Taken all the way. This time it's a strike. Three and one. Tucker in her third inning of work. We're actually moving along at a pretty good clip. I just messed up, didn't I? Well, if David Limbaugh were here, you'd owe him a Coke. Yep. High pop, left side, Pendergrass with a good try, but runs out of real estate. Well, this is our domain here, you know. Yeah, you would have still been penalized. I got called out on social media. 
Oh, really? And I didn't even do it. Three balls, two strikes. I wonder who did it. I wonder I'm who did it. Pretty sure it was you. Oh but. no, 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 no. Tucker's three-two pitch popped up left side, coming in and making the catch. It's going to be Condren for out number one. Number brings up Jasmine, Jasmine Sneed. Jasmine struck out her first time up on a outside pitch. Jasmine had a hit in the sixth inning back in game one. Wound up scoring a run. And this was a, a little bit controversy from a group here around us that Jasmine's foot is stepping out of the box, her left foot. She's got a very open stance. And now she pretty much just closes the stance. The pitch swung on and drilled into left field, and whatever it was, it helped her. And it's going to be a stand-up double for Snead. She went in inside with the plate a little bit, and she just doubled. Second hit of the inning. And if I'm not mistaken, that's six hits for the game. A little fist bump out there at second. So Sneeze down there and a chance for Emily Hawks to get in an RBI. She's 0 for 1. She grounded second. The pitch. There's a strike. 0 and 1. Hawks was 0 for 4, but she did uh, score a run, reaching on an error in the sixth. She was, so she's kind of due here, I would think. She was hitting the ball all over the place, but not fair. There's one that's going to be ripped, and it is gone as well. A two-run shot this time, and Siegel is putting out all the firepower. Emily Hawks with a two-run shot, and it's 4 nothing. Third homer of the game. There you go. Well, I said she was due. <laughs> I guess she was. Well, I don't know, Ravel. We're going to have a little discussion here. They've got three nothing. Do is it? Isn't it four? Should be. Yeah. I've got four runs. Three in this inning and one in the second. And all the runs have scored via the home run. And, Brian, they're not cheap shots. They are like line-drive bullets. Yes, they. I mean, they've been thunderous home runs. And Maddie McIntyre is the batter, but I think we're going to have a pitching change, and we'll take a brief timeout, and we'll be right back, and I think Mallory Williams is coming back in. We'll be back. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. 
Born in Domestic Auto Repair and Maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutorepair.com. 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball. And indeed, the new pitcher is going to be Mallory Williams, who started the uh, first game. And she's going to be in relief for Chloe uh, Tucker. And Brian's going to give you her stats. And this is rest of this game will be Mallory Williams' game as she comes in to pitch. Yeah, Tucker went two and a third, four runs on seven hits, three homers, one strikeout, no walks or hit batters. An offensive explosion here in this first three innings for Siegel. And it doesn't get any easier. Here's Maddie McIntyre. They hit a home run in the second. Stewart's Creek and Smyrna in the top of the third, scoreless. The pitch from Williams. Swung on, fouled back toward the screen here. So in one. I think uh, I see Dallas Hill over there. He was here. I saw uh, Principal Larry Creasy here and keeping some strange company with Greg Wyatt over there. Oh, and one to count. And the pitch. Change up a good one, and it's in there, 0-2. That was not what Maddie was looking for. Good call there by Williams. Well, there's little you can do about home run balls. No, you just got to settle in here now if you're Rock Vale. Pitch is outside, one ball, two strikes. See if you can chip away at Mary Bradley, who's been pitching wonderfully tonight. Yeah, she still has given up a run while she's been out there. McIntyre, Keaton, and, and Harbor. There's one out in the inning. And that one just missed. Two balls, two strikes. Yeah, Bradley in game one in her six innings. No runs, just one hit, four strikeouts, and a walk. The 2-2 pitch. Lined into right field. It's going to drop in front of Rudolph, and it's a one-out single as the inning continues. And this is the first hit off of Williams. Number three, Hope Keaton. And that brings up Hope Keaton, who has singled and has been on an on-base machine. And she was four for four in game one. Pitches a ball outside. She tried to go to third, but was thrown out in that second inning. And the pitch tour is a strike called. Showing a little butt maybe, but didn't. And it's one ball, one strike, one out. And McIntyre over at first. Three runs are already in. There have been two homers in the inning. The pitch. Bunted. And it's a good one. And they're going to throw her out. And it's an infield hit. And McIntyre goes to second. I'll tell you, Harris did all she could do, but... Couldn't throw her out. Took such a long time to get there to Harris, and she came charging in. But, I mean, it was just like running uphill there. Here's Harbor. 
Singled hard to right her first time up. First and second, one out. Swung on, a shot in the middle, up the middle for a base hit. One run's going to score. Here comes McIntyre, and they hold Keaton to second. Harbor with another RBI. She's two for two. And the barrage continues here. Fourth run of the inning. You got six hits this inning, Brian. I think that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. And that brings up Riley Moppin, who flied out and hit the ball hard her first time up. Mallory Williams trying to get things settled for Rockville. Pitches a strike called 0-1. Three singles, a double, and two home runs. And it is now five to nothing. Williams' pitch up high. One ball, no strikes. And, you know, as the day has gone, it's harder to hit a home run at night. It's cooler. So you say. Pitch is a strike called. Well, I've been proven wrong for sure. There's three of them tonight. But. It's been all Siegel in game one, and so far all Siegel in game two. Sorry to report to Rockville Rocket fans. The pitch popped up left side, and Harris makes a nice catch for out number two. And that brings up Bree Allen. You've got Keaton down at second, Harbors at first. But now two away. Allen grounded to short her first time. She's over for four in two games here this afternoon. And here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. 0-1. One in the second and four here in the third for the Seagull Stars. Now Williams is ready. Here's the 0-1. Grounder to third. Harris, it's foul ball. Well, Harris did a good job of stepping on the back just yeah. to ensure that if it was fair that she would cut off Keaton over there. Yeah, it'll be a force out, and the inning's over. So, yep. no pretty, balls, two strikes to Allen. Really heady play there. I'm sure Bree's mother Connie's in attendance tonight. Ball gets away, and runners are going to move up. Wild pitch. That's kind of haunted the Lady Rockets tonight as well, some wild pitches. Been a long third inning for Rockvale. The pitch popped up, fouled away. One of the trucks out there in left center field is starting to leave with the people on it. I hope. Oh, wow. I hope they don't decide to take them all. They're going to Subway. 
Really? Swung on, popped up. Davis there with a nice catch, and the inning is over, but not before Siegel comes up with four runs on six hits, and they strand two. Well, we're going to the bottom of the third, and Rockville needs some runs. They're down 5 nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi, there are 12 and a now, $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Hello, this is Coy Young at Les Cassis Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. If you're a homeowner with a quarter acre or several, Las Cassis Feed Supply focuses on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in the box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Cassis Feed. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, inviting you to stop by, visit, and enjoy the country. Customer service expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Cassis Feed is also your place for local milk from the MTSU Dairy on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Cassis. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our coverage also brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Dana Womack at 805 South Church Street between Farm Credit and the Post Office. That's Dana Womack at 900-0877. Bottom of the third we go. Lily Pendergrass will lead it off, followed by Emma Davis and Chloe Tucker. They trail 5-0 here in the bottom of the third. Oh, I'm I'm just just breezing along. You'll get it. You'll get it about ten o'clock and take us the rest of the way. I don't do well after ten. Oh, just after ten. Pitches low a ball. One ball, no strikes. I think I need to go home. I'll I'll man up. I'll take it the rest of the way. You go okay. on home. You got to drive across town. I'll, I'll man up. Wow. Yep, I said I would. Swung on. I won't say it but once. High pop, and Moppin is there. And Pendergrass is retired. On a pop-up to the third baseman, and it brings up Emma Davis. Brian, you, 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 you feel for Ravel, but they need a piece an inning together and and trying to get some hits. Well, it might start with just getting a hit or two back to back. Pitches a strike. For John Mary Bradley, six seven eight in her nine and a third innings. Is that right? I think close. It's only given up two hits. Swung on foul back. And she hasn't had a tremendous amount of strikeouts. No. Uh, I mean, struck out two in game one and has struck out one here so far in game two. Had some really good defense behind her. and well, Three strikeouts in this one. Well, that's true. But not, not what you usually see from her. High pop-up, but completely under control as McIntyre makes the catch. So two pop-ups and two out in the inning. Here's 
not Chloe Tucker because she was going to bat if she were pitching. Elena Reed is going to pitch uh, hit for her. And I think Elena is also in the field at second. Here's the pitch. We didn't report that. Swing and a miss. That was a bullet down the middle. No balls and a strike. Uh, in, fact, in fact, I should have let you start this game where you could go home and get your little nap. See your dog. My dog, I don't know what's going to happen to him. He's probably going, what happened? I was home. Is he dead? No. <laughs> Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck her out. That's strikeout number four in the inning. Is over. Mary Bradley is cruising for Siegel. We've completed three. It's Siegel five and Rockville nothing in the District 7 4A championship. Life insurance is a discussion that makes most people want to change the subject rather than admit they don't have enough. I'm Safe Farm Agent David Wilson. I can help you focus on how benefits of life insurance actually live on by helping pay off the house or sending the kids to college. Give me a call today at 893-9898. When home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. Give me a call at 615-896-2013 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan France Concrete. Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Softball. All right, we're going to the top of the fourth. And leading it off, it looks like it's going to be the top of the order to Reagan Duran, who has had some ball game. Man alive, has she not? Left-handed hitter, grounded to the pitcher, but then she hit a solo shot over the right center field, or actually dead away center. One for two. That's in that new middle school construction out there somewhere. And the wind in the pitch. Upstairs, one ball, no strike. Five-nothing Siegel. They're trying to capture another district championship. Mary Bradley for Siegel has a one-hitter, so if you're Siegel, you got to like your chances. That pitch is outside. Two balls, no strikes. If I'm not mistaken, Siegel has won four regular season titles in a row counting this year. I think that's right in the last that's, five yep. years because there was a COVID year, of course. And the pitch. A little blooper into left center, going to fall. Base hit for Duran. Well, John, she is a double away from hitting for the cycle in two games. <laughs> well, I'm just going to tell you, she's an amazing player. I mean, she's just – I don't know that she has a weakness at the, uh, offensively. What was she hitting, 636 coming in? Yeah, um, 614. And here's another one that hangs in there pretty good too, and that's Lexi Medlock. 
Already has a hit tonight, the pitch. Outside, throw down, and Duran has it stolen. And a really good stop there by Pendergrass to keep that from going into the outfield. Yeah, if that goes into the outfield with Duran's speed, she's at third easily. Yeah, Medlock just a touch under 400 coming into this game, but she was three for four in game one and already got a single here in this game two. Here's the pitch. Bouncer, shortstop, Pendergrass, great throw. Got her. Well, that was a great play by Pendergrass. Medlock can't believe it, but it was a really fine play by Lily Pendergrass. At bat, number 12, Duran went to third on the play. Really good shortstops in this game, and Pendergrass just showed her arm right there. My goodness. Jasmine Sneed, the batter, struck out, and she's doubled and driven in a run and scored a run. The pitch. And that was up and in for a strike, 0-1. I don't think Jasmine agreed with that one too much. But Emma Davis loved it. <laughs> if you read her body language, she sure didn't. <laughs> Some words of wisdom from Coach Middleton. Don't go there. Don't do it. The pitch. High. One ball, one strike. I think he asked her how Ozark ended, but I'm not sure. Five nothing. And Siegel has a runner at third to try to increase that lead. The pitch. Low. Two balls and a strike. Well, she's got that foot in the batter's box now, but she just stepped up a little closer to the plate. The pitch. High fly ball, left field. Coming in is Condren and makes the catch. So there's two away. And still at third is Duran. Just didn't get it quite high enough. For Duran to get the try to tag up. Here's Emily Hawks, one of the home run girls tonight. Hit one. Well, it was a pretty good shot over that same, about that same spot. Pretty much dead away center, wasn't it? Yeah, and we were just talking about, well, she doesn't have a hit, and then boom. (laughs) Pitch is low, one ball, no strikes. Well, I think the words out of my mouth right before you called the home run was, she's due. Yeah. She was 0 for 4 in game one, and she sent that one for a ride. Well, you didn't have much time because nope. it was out of here quickly. The pitch swung on and fouled back to the screen. One ball, one strike. Two out here in the inning. Duran is over at third. One ball, one strike. The pitch from Williams, here it is. Change up, and boy, that's a good one. That was a really fine pitch by Mallory Williams. One ball, two strikes. And Williams is ready. Here's the one, two. Just missed. Two balls, two strikes. 
Brian will be taking you home after this next inning. High fly ball, left field, and I believe Condren, no, it's going to be Pendergrass, and she drops it. And the run scores as a result. Maybe a little confusion, but uh, nice run out there. But when they got there, it was dropped by Pendergrass. Brad, I, I don't know how to score that, but I think that's got to be an error. Uh, you're right. She had it and then dropped it. And scoring on the play is Duran. That was a tough two-out break there for Rockvale. So no RBI there. And here's McIntyre. Smyrna scores in the top of the fourth, leading Stewart's Creek 1-0. Puts a strike. Is that Evans down at first running for her? I believe uh, it is. <clears throat> it is Evans. Kylie Evans running for Hawks. One ball, no strikes. Outside, 2-0. McIntyre has homered. And has singled. She's two for two. Williams back on the rubber. Here's the 2-2 pitch. That hit her. 2-0 pitch out there. That is, and that hit her. So McIntyre takes one for the team, and she is at first, and going to second is Evans. Number three, Hope Keaton. And here's Keaton, who has singled twice, and she's like six for six in this two-game series. McIntyre, that, that was a bad a bad spot. I think it may have hit a bone. We're, she's shaking, hit her hand, looks like. Yeah. That's not good. Kind of hit her right there around the wrist area, I think. They'll, they'll look that one over maybe after the game if it continues to hurt. Well, looks Ke- like she's all right. Keaton is six for six with... In two games, right, with four runs driven in. <laughs> and the pitch. Up and in, one ball, no strikes. And she's about, what, 4'11", if that? Well, let's see, 4'11 and a half. I think that's <laughs> pretty close. And made the play of the, this game with that line drive catch. Popped it down the left field line, but foul. I'm glad to appreciate you're here, Brian. Who's going to do do stuff with you in this in the fourth? Uh, <laughs> she's got five runs driven in and two runs scored. Additionally, I don't know. I just know she's hot. Yeah. Okay, she is red hot. Red hot. One one pitch. There's a shot down the right field line and through for a base hit. Here comes another single run. That's Evans hustling down the line and going to third over there is McIntyre. And by the way, Kylie Evans, who ran, is a Wilson graduate. Just want to let you know. Just keep coming, man. McIntyre's over third and a big hit by Keaton. And that's what, seven hits now? Seven for seven. And another RBI. They're going to exchange softballs now. And, Brian, it's getting dangerous, dangerously close to that 10-run right. deal. And that's – Rockville needs to stop. There are two out in the inning. 
There have been so many runs scored after two out against Rockvale. Speaking of Wilson alum, pitches a ball, throw down. Keaton goes in standing up as the ball was a little bit in front of Pendergrass. Yes, two for two with an RBI. They're just sprinkled all throughout the, you know. So she is four for six in two games. I remember little Kylie when she was playing out on the line drive, hit another one. Boy, she's got that right field line. And it looks like two runs are going to score on that. Two out barrage, and there's another two RBIs and a single for Bella Harbor. So McIntyre scores, as does Keaton. And it's nine to nothing. And down at first is Harbor. We are only in the top of the fourth. Nine nothing Siegel, the pitch. Drive, left field, Condren coming in, makes the catch, and the inning is over. And, Brian, I'm going to have to add it up because I've just been sitting here. I don't know what I've been doing. One, two, three. They get four runs on three hits. That's correct, an error. Yep. And they leave one in this uh, fourth inning. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Siegel now nine and Rockvale nothing. If you're near retirement or thinking about retiring, you probably have a lot of questions. How do you make your savings last? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances? Let's work together to help ensure your finances can keep up with your unique needs over the long haul. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056 for an appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. The Blue Raider fan source for officially licensed Middle Tennessee gear is Raider Tees. T-shirts, caps, sweats in all sizes, designs, colors, children's to plus sizes. Raider Tees has decals and license plates to show everyone your favorite team. Plus check out their wide selection of Blue Raider art, jewelry, even golf tee markers. Show your Blue Raider pride with the largest selection of Blue Raider merchandise anywhere by shopping Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road, just before the bridge over Broad behind Chewy's. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Game tonight brought to you by Sir Pizza, Carpets by Osborne, Winners Trophies, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, and Parks Auction. Taking you the rest of the way here as we go to the bottom of the fourth. This is Brian Barrett. Brian? All right, John, 9 nothing. Siegel on top here in this one. And it's the top of the order due up for the Rockville Lady Rockets and some ground to make up here for Rockville. 16 and 17 on the season. They can finish no worse than second. It'll take a big comeback to win this district championship. But that ensures them a region berth, taking on either Smyrna or Stewart's Creek. Smyrna leading in the uh, championship game, second game, 1-0. That's been a tight race all year. First pitch to Martinez is a strike called. Lonnie Drayton's done a good job with that Smyrna team, as has Stewart's Creek. Smyrna is a team where 
you don't really know who's going to be in the pitcher circle. He's got a lot of depth there, and they're a stolen base machine. Pitch outside for a ball, evens it up at one and one. And Stewart's Creek won both regular season matchups, then dropped the uh, district tournament game. Chopper to third. Up with it is Maupin over to first, out number one here in the bottom of the fourth. To finish that thought, uh, Stewart's Creek was dropped to the loser's bracket by Smyrna. Then they won game one tonight to force the if necessary game, much like what's going on here with Siegel trying to climb out of the loser's bracket and win a district title. Brian, I, I believe that is a new third baseman. That's see a two, but here's the pitch by Bradley. It is going to be sent into left field by Mallory Williams, and it is a base hit, just the second hit of the game off of Mary Bradley. Yeah, we've got some changes. Riley Moppin has gone to behind the plate. And going to third, I think that's Emily Hawks maybe? 22, isn't it? If it's 22, it is. Yeah. So, yep, so they just switched. Yeah. I thought when Emily made that throw, I said, that's not Riley. So Maupin catching Bradley. With Keep Hawks it. at third. Keeps her bad in the lineup. Grounder two. Hawks at third. Throw to second. On to first. Safe. Just beat it out. Barely. And I mean barely. So the force out of Williams at second. And Brian is going to reach on the fielder's choice. I mean, they were a hair shy of turning the DP there. There are two away in the inning. And Bradley had faced just the minimum until this inning. A strike called to Rudolph, Taylor Rudolph, 0 for 1 here in this game. And, yes, that's despite the hit, the leadoff hit in the first because of the pitcher's dream, the double play. Pitch high. It's one and one. Well, Siegel's defense has been really, really good tonight, both games up to this point. And that's you get good pitching and good defense and hard combination. The 1-1 pitch, high fly ball into shallow Left center and coming in Duran. Speedy there from the deep left corner to make the catch. So a pop to left field ends the Rockvale fourth. No runs. There was a hit, and there was one left on base. Let's move to the top of the fifth. Your score, Siegel 9, Rockvale nothing on State Farm Prep Sports. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the Law Offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. And we're going to be heading over to talk with Tim Sutter over at Middle Tennessee Electric. 
What is Green Switch 100? Green Switch 100 is a new option when it comes to a renewables energy program. We developed Green Switch 100 to be able to give members a low-cost option to source 100% of their energy needs through renewables. Tim Subbeth visiting with us, Middle Tennessee Electric. I'm State Farm Major David Wilson, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by... I'm all choked up. It's late. The law offices of John Day, Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones, and Prentice Austin Heating and Air. That's Lee Colvin, our buddy over there. It's 9-1-2. Due up here for Siegel. It's Bree Allen to lead it off. Then the top of the order for the Lady Stars, leading 9-0 in this one. And Mallory Williams back out there. First pitch misses low and inside. Our next prep coverage will be Monday somewhere at some time. And it will be either baseball or softball. So that tells you a lot, but that's all we know right now. The 1-0 lined into left field. It's going to be in there for a base hit. Rolls all the way up against the wall. Stretching it out for two is Bree Allen. And she got that first hit of the games here tonight. A leadoff double and takes us to the top of the order. And... This could be trouble for Rockvale because this top of the order has been nothing but hurtful to the Rockvale morale this evening. It's Reagan Duran. She's had a homer in each game. She's tripled. She's singled. And she stands in with a runner in scoring position here. And the first pitch to her misses outside. Lead-off double by Bree Allen. Signs from the dugout. And the pitch by Williams popped up into the screen this way. And the count is now one ball and one strike to Reagan Duran. She grounded to the pitcher in the first, homered in the third, and singled and scored a run in the fourth. Takes a strike on the outer half. She has scored one, two, three, four runs in two games. The one-two pitch on the way upstairs. Evens things up at two apiece. And we also are not sure some some games are, well, I know they're trying to do it on Sunday, right? Well, because of Smyrna. Smyrna's graduation. graduation is on Monday, so since they moved baseball to Sunday, I suspect softball maybe. Line to the third baseman, and Harris throws over to second, but staying there at second base was Allen. So a line out to Harris at third, retires Duran, and that's a hard thing to do tonight. That was a nice play by Harris down there at third. Puts one away in the books for Lexi Medlock. One for three in this game. Right to short, but booted by Pentagrass. They're going to send Allen on in as the ball goes into the outfield grass, and a run's going to score. That took a bad hop. 
for Pendergrass. Yeah, tough error, but, you know, it was hit so sharply, and then it took a high hop on her. She was in front of it. That makes it 10 to nothing. Siegel and Jasmine Sneed, the batter. And a runner at first in Medlock. The first pitch to her swung on, popped up right side. Drifting back, it's pretty shallow, and it's going to drop. Martinez and Reed giving chase. But it's just going to be a well-placed single there for Jasmine Sneed. It's kind of a case of hit them where they ain't. And now Emily Hawks, the batter. Our, uh, the single catcher slash third baseman. It's funny, she got two sh- got two chances down there, just like back-to-back <laughs> as soon as she went in there. First pitch to her is popped up right side. Coming in to try to make the grab is the first baseman, Brian, but pops off her glove. Boy, there was a lot of – that was really a tough chance for her because – you had coaches out of there, on-deck hitters. It was, it was right in front of the yeah, single dugout. Yeah, chaos, and she's shaking that hand off. She's she might have took it off the wrist or something there. Yep. Nothing in one to Hawks. Strike on the outside corner. Makes it 0-2. Well, we were giving you Hawks credentials. Can't forget that uh, two-run blast in the third by Emily Hawks as well here in this game. 0-2, outside. One ball and two strikes. Siegel up 10-0 in this game. Look into the dugout for the sign. Williams checks it. Toes the rubber, and the one-two. Swing and a miss, and down goes Hawks. That I have as strikeout number two. Yes. For Mallory, no. That would be one for her because she came in, right? I think Tucker had one. Well, let's Am see I missing that. one? No, I think you're probably right there. Okay. So strikeout number one for Mallory Williams. And the batter is Maddie McIntyre. She's homered, she's singled, and has been hit by a pitch, so she's been on all three at-bats. Takes the ball outside, 1-0. She scored the first, fifth, and eighth runs of the game. She had a little bit of a – she was hit by a pitch, but she seems to be okay now. No, she's tough as nails. 1-0. This is low. Well, she got everything going with that leadoff homer in the second. Sure did. And then a four-run third and a four-run fourth. And a run already here in the fifth has given Siegel a 10-0 lead. This one fouled back up into the screen. You know, it looked like it almost it was a little tense, and then all of a sudden she hit that, and, you know, it really relaxed the stars, it seemed like. I, I think. It not only relaxed the stars, but I think it also maybe took a little gas out of the engine for the Lady Rockets, too, because they got a little momentum at the end of game one. And had a good first inning, you know. 2-1 pitch on the way, outside. Outside. 
Three balls and a strike is the count to Maddie McIntyre. Hope Keaton's on deck, and I'm sure that Mallory Williams doesn't want to see Hope here in this inning. She's on deck. The pitch, a little change up, is low, and it's a walk. First walk issued by Mallory Williams, and that's one thing that we haven't seen a lot of in no. really both games is walks. Let's see, one, two, three. Four walks and one hit batter combined in two games. So runners at first and second. Medlock goes to second. And at, no, Medlock is at third. Sneed is at second. And McIntyre at first. So the base is loaded here. Full of lady stars for Hope Keaton. Boy, I bet Hope dreams about situations like this. The pitch, chopped foul down the third base side. She's in the hole 0-2. I can just see little Hope Keaton with her favorite blankie. It's getting late, it? Back at age six. It's getting really, really late in this game, isn't it? Dreaming of situations like this. The pitch is strike three called on the outer half. First and that's going to end the inning. First time she's been retired tonight. That is that is the case. Well, here's your inning recap. The Seagull Stars do get one run on two hits. There was an error and a walk, and there were three Lady Stars left. Well, it's the last chance here for Rock Vale as they trail 10-0 going to the bottom of the fifth on State Farm Prep Sports. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. What are some of the advantages that Carpets by Osborne has? Being a family business and being uh, locally owned and operated, we do free estimates. We have our own subcontractors that work for our business. We will come out, look at your floor covering. Throughout the whole process, you deal with an individual. You're not passed off to different contractors. We handle it from start to finish. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. One hot and ready classic. We actually changed it with... What? You've changed, Little Caesars. You've changed! You've changed! Ah! Tell me why. It tastes even better because we added 33% more pepperoni. Give me one of those. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza in Murfreesboro. Four locations. Memorial Boulevard, South Rutherford Boulevard, Old Ford Parkway, and Warrior Drive. Walk in and walk out with a new hot and ready classic with 33% more pepperoni. Pizza Pizza. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Andy Womack, located at 1535 West Northfield Boulevard near the Ford dealer. That's State Farm Agent Andy Womack, 890-0850. And this looks like this might be the last hope for Rockville here in the fifth, Brian. Yeah, it's going to be Macy Harris, Keely Widener, and Lily Pentegrass. Barring any substitutions here. Due up for the Rockville Lady Rockets. Bottom of the fifth, Siegel leading 10-0 in the uh, second game. They won game one, 9-1, to force the uh, second game here today. Coming out of the loser's bracket. Chopper to short. Sneed up with it. Throw to first to McIntyre. That's out number one. 
They've outscored Rockville in this two games tonight, 19 to 1. At bat, number 20, Keely Widener. Keely Widener, the batter. She is the designated player. 0 for 1 here in this game. And so far, Mary Bradley has just faced one over the minimum. Only given up two hits in this game. This one popped up and out of play. She went um, six innings in game one. No runs, just one hit given up in game one. So she has really been on her A game tonight. Has to make a small adjustment to her face mask. Gets the pitch and toes the rubber now. Nothing and one to count. The pitch on the way. Strike on the outer half. And Widener in the hole, 0-2. Bradley just muscling it across right now. The pitch misses high. One out here in the inning. Coach Veronica Westfall with the count, or the pitch from the dugout. This one fouled back this way. And it's a one-ball, two-strike count to Keeley Widener. She's been really successful, Bradley, tonight in forcing weak contact. And I keep saying that, even though Robville's got a couple of hits, maybe one of the two have been solid. Just misses on the outer half. Maupin tried to frame it up there for her. Two and two. But I guess you could just say it just hasn't been Rockville's night in terms of offensively. Two-two, swing and a miss. Took a little something off of that pitch, and that is strikeout number five for Mary Bradley and Lily Pendergrass, the last hope here for the Lady Rockets. And you're right, she hadn't walked anybody this game either. Nope, she had um, a leadoff walk in the first game and has not walked anybody since. Pitches a strike called right down the middle. 0-1 to Pentagrass, who's had some great plays at short tonight. Bradley sets, fires it in, popped up right side. It's McIntyre recording the out, and the victory belongs to the Lady Stars. 10-0 in five innings. Your final score tonight, Siegel a winner over Rockvale, and they claim the District 7-4A championship. Again, the final tonight. 10-0, Siegel on top. Congratulations to the Siegel Lady Stars and to the Rockville Lady Rockets. They'll be moving on in region play next week. Coming up next, the Prentice also Heating and Air postgame show. We'll wrap up game two for you and uh, tuck you into bed. Stay tuned on WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 
So what if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. Auto, renters, frankly, any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-890-0850. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rheem Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rheem Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We fulfill all your tax preparation needs from individual returns to corporations and handle any of those scary letters you may get from the IRS. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're catching up with Anne-Marie Brents at Rick's Barbecue, 212 Warrior Drive, another one of our great local businesses. Yeah, it's a big family business. Knowing that my grandparents started it to see it evolve and what it is now. It's just been really cool and I love it. It's just something I'm very passionate about and customers have been great to us as well. Whether it's a quick meal, feeding the whole family or catering, Rick's Barbecue can handle it all. It's really something I'm really passionate about. Very blessed and thankful for. Rick's Barbecue 212 Warrior Drive. Next, it's the Prentice Allsup Heating and Air post-game show. Let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Now, let's rejoin the primetime sports team here on News Radio WGNS. Back to wrap things up. They're about ready to make some trophy presentations here as the uh, Seagull Stars come through the losers bracket and uh, claim the District 7 4A championship, winning game two 10 0 after winning game one 9 1 over the Rockvale Lady Rockets. Time here on the uh, Prentice Also Heating and Air post game show to uh, talk about. Our uh, Dr. Automotive players of the game, and uh, John, we had some of the same hitting stars in game one, lady stars, continuing that on into game two, and going to be hard-pressed to figure that out for Siegel here. Well, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm telling you, uh, I think we gave it to Hope Keaton in the the game. I'm going with Maddie McIntyre in the uh, second game, mainly due to the fact she hit that leadoff homer in the second. It just seemed to relax the stars, and then they started hitting. And if I had to, and the, then the two-run homer, and then there were two homers in the third inning. Duran, and I got to give her, and I hate that I can't give her player of the game because she did so well. Um, well, I'm gonna give it to her anyway. Give it to both of them, but they kind of they kind of set the tone in that game. They were the catalyst, weren't they? Yeah, and Emily Hawks had a home run, had a good two RBIs. Uh, really a good, really good uh, a game for her. 
And Keaton was three for four in the game. Bella Harbor, three for three. She had three RBIs, so you could very well give it to her as well. But she's going to be around three more years, so we're going to give her. <laughs> she's got, you know, we're not going to. But not yet. Not yet. She may have some opportunities. But down she had road. a great game, uh, three for three. Well, there you go. Look at your Dr. Automotive players of the game. Hey, uh, Dr. Automotive, the cure for your car. That's brothers Danny and Randy Brewer, lifelong Rutherford Countyans they are. And uh, they're also your trusted car care source out there at Dr. Automotive. Foreign and domestic auto repair at Dr. Automotive on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna. Online at SmyrnaAutorepair.com. And you might talk some horse racing, too, with Danny, if you want. Time to uh, take a look at our Craig's Tax Service Keys to the game and John uh, after a scoreless first Siegel got that one run in the second but it was the third and fourth innings where they really poured it on tonight they did and but I, I'm going to vary a little bit away from that is because Mary Bradley well, that's was true. just tremendous and uh, they weren't going to hit her tonight in that second game it just wasn't going to be and uh, when you can do that and you can just keep adding runs like they did it's a little combination of both Mary Bradley didn't give up a run in what the 11 innings she worked, she gave up no runs and struck out a total of 10 in the two games. So, you know, since I didn't make her player of the game, I'm going to go ahead and give her the keys to the game. Well, so. that's a pretty good uh, job there and a good night uh, for Mary Bradley in the pitcher circle. Tax laws can be confusing, so get help with your taxes with Craig's Tax Service. They specialize in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping. Call them at 890-2233. Final game stats here in this one from Fans Heating and Air, winners, trophies, and JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates. John's got all those stats for you. Okay, and they're going to, I think, uh, have a little loudspeaker, so I'll be the only one talking other than, you know, the the, the assistant principal. Oh, surely. Crutchfield's not going to talk, well, is I he? I think so. Oh, goodness. That's right. But anyway, <laughs> uh, for Rockville tonight, uh, Fia Martinez, one for two tonight. Uh, Mallory Williams was one for two, and the, the only two uh, Rockets that got a hit for Siegel. Reagan Duran, two for four, two runs scored with a home run. Uh, Medlock, one for four. Uh, Jasmine Sneed, two for four with a run scored. Emily Hawks, one for four with a run scored, two RBIs. Uh, that was a home run. That was a two-run homer. Maddie McIntyre was uh, two for two, three runs scored, one RBI. That was on a leadoff homer in the second. Hope Keaton had uh, a three for four night with one run scored and one RBI. Bella Harbor was three for three with three RBIs. She was eating right field up tonight. Um, and uh, Bree Allen had uh, a one for three night with a double that really kind of got that last run in. She scored the 10th run uh, that uh, iced it for Siegel tonight. Um, Brad, uh, Mary Bradley went uh, five innings, gave up uh, two hits, struck out five. Just superb performance from her. Uh, Chloe Tucker uh, was uh, two and a third, gave up four runs and gave up seven hits. Williams was uh, two and a, two and two thirds. She gave up uh, six runs and one hit, one strikeout. No more than one hit. I don't have that. Sorry, and one strikeout, one walk, and uh, that's that's history. I'm sorry I didn't get those hitting that hitting stat. But well, it is late. It's it is after late. it's after our bedtime. It is. Well, congrats to the Seagull Lady Stars. Uh, last score I had out of the uh, Smyrna and uh, Stewart's Creek game was 2 nothing Smyrna 
over Stewart's Creek, going to the top of the fifth. So uh, we'll see how that one hashes out. We'll update you on WGNSSports.com on all of the uh, possibilities. But our next action will be Monday somewhere, some game, baseball or softball, and that's uh, what we've got planned for you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday next week. Some of that will be streaming, uh, especially next Friday, but we'll get it all on the air for you and uh, hopefully get some candidates in for spring fling the week following. All right. I uh, want to thank Zach Woodard back at the station for his hard work. Long night tonight, Double Zach. header. Yeah. Boy, tell you what, getting in all that extra. Well, there's no overtime pay at WGNS, is there? Uh, anyway, on that note, uh, for John Dinkins and Zach Woodard, I'm Brian Barrett. So long until the next time we meet at the game. Rutherford County's biggest sports events are on News Radio WGNS, FM 101.9, FM 100.5. AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at the game. game.